Welcome back to the pod. I'm Maeve Sass. I'm Dwyer Clayson. And this week has been an interesting week. How was your week, Dwyer? You know, it could have been better, could have been worse. Really? Yeah, me too. I switched my major (laughs) for the fucking 18th time. Yeah, and I never want to fucking hear shit about how art majors and lit majors don't do anything. I've never said that in my life. Don't even fucking lie. I've never said that in my life. The shit you implied last podcast? Faggots do not lie. Girl. (laughs) Whatever. But yeah, she's a lit major now. I've converted her to English. He's been trying to convert me to um to english for like years years and well like a year and a half (laughs) and and i was like no i don't want to do that but then i was looking at my four-year plan and i just don't i just i don't want to do any more i don't want to do any more laps like i don't want to do chem chemistry can lick my hole (laughs) um i don't i'm tired of it and I you didn't even fucking take chemistry. You just didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. No, oh and I failed environmental policy, so I would have had to have taken that again. <laughs> and um, I'd rather not do that. So I switched to literature because I actually I like analyzing literature. So, do you? I I liked the the literature class we took. I liked analyzing the stuff. I just don't like reading. Is that why you stopped showing up? No, I stopped showing up because I would have had to do a peer review for a multimodal project, and I didn't want to do the final. So that's why I stopped showing up, and that's why I failed. I didn't stop showing up because I hated the class and hated the content. Anyways, so, and the school that we go to has a lot of interesting literature classes, so I'm excited about that. But anyways, I I didn't completely abandon environmental science. I just downgraded it to a minor, so now I'm a lit major with a minor in environmental science and a minor in German. Yeah. You're just fancy like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I'm fan. Yeah. I'm fancy in German, but I don't know the word for fancy. So, <laughs> you know, you're what in German too. Yeah. Sehr gut. Okay. So anyways, um, did you watch the new wicked trailer? I did. what do you think? Um, I mean, I don't really know anything about Wicked, mm-hmm. so I guess I can't really say I have much of an opinion. I mean, it seemed like it was really high budget, but I don't know if it seems that interesting. Ariana Grande is playing Glenda, and Cynthia Erivo, 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 is playing Alphaba. So I have a really stupid question. What? Are they sisters, or are they gay? You know what? Let me Google it really quick, because... I don't know. Oh, Wicked Are They Sisters is the top. Okay, so the Wicked wiki page on fandom.com says that, um, oh, that is not it. (laughs) What'd you find? (laughs) It says Nessa Rose is a spoiled younger sister of Alphaba. Okay, I'm not talking about Nessa Rose. Who is Nessa Rose? I don't know. So maybe. Oh, here we go. Cora, come through for me. No, they are caught. Co- okay, so t- t- Timothy L. Thorman, <laughs> your form- former funeral director. Oh, great. I, on, I trust his advice. On Cora.com says no. They are college roommates and become best friends. Okay, so they're gay. Elphaba's sister is Nessa Rose, and these two become the Wicked Witches of the West and the East. 
So they're um, gay. Ariana Grande is so playing a lesbian. Nessa Rose is disabled, and so her father makes her a beautiful pair of silver shoes, iridescent, which Elphaba is jealous of. So I think that might be like, have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? Uh, probably years ago. So I think this Nessa Rose character might be the one the witch or the witch that the house falls falls on in the in the beginning of the movie oh okay. do, you, do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i think so okay isn't so. that where the bitch gets her like sparkly shoes or whatever yes oh, and it said okay. silver because it's silver in like the plays and not but it's the red in the film movie, yeah. but it's a red movie yeah okay okay um so yeah ariana grande plays glinda and cynthia arrivo plays um Alphaba. So they're lesbians, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> there might be some lesbian tension. Good. Some homoeroticism. There better be. But anyway, that's the only reason I would ever watch it. I, I just don't care. Like I, um, the song "Defying Gravity" is in it, and I that's a good song. Well, I only I know that from Glee. Don't think I know that song. You said I'm they not covered it in sing Glee, it f- huh? You said they covered it in Glee. I'm sure they do. Oh. But um it's a good song. The roles were originated by Oh fuck. <laughs> the woman who voices Elsa. I don't know. I her forgot her name. And Kristen Chenoweth, who plays um I, I don't Glinda. Know she she was in Glee, actually. <laughs> Both of them were in Glee. Wait, who did they play? Uh Kristen Chenoweth was um only in it for a few episodes she played kind of like a like a carefree kind of um i don't remember if she was a role like a romantic interest character to mr Shu, but she like subbed the class i don't remember but so she was like a sub teacher for an episode something like that yeah okay and then um hold on i need to find out this actress's name because i'm losing my mind but she voiced um Elsa and Frozen. I don't know her fucking name. She's okay. like a brunette, right? Yeah. She the, she played um Rachel's mom in Glee. Oh, that's right. Well, wait. Uh, wait, Rachel's it, parents were gay. Edina Menzel. No, her birth mom. Oh, Edina yeah, yeah, Menzel. Okay. That's who it is. Edina Menzel originated the role of Elphaba and Kristen Chenoweth did fucking Glinda. Anyways... The budget for the movie from the one minute trailer looked good. Yeah. Because it was the the um the green screen was on t- was yeah, on top. <laughs> it looks like it looks like it's gonna be well produced, but I just don't really care about Wicked. I don't either, but um now if there's lesbianism, I might Ariana care about Grande, Wicked. Oh my god. Ariana Grande is a decent actress and she's we already know she's a good singer, so she annoys the shit out of me though. Yeah. Oh my god, do you remember when she um, licked the donut and said she hates America? Oh my god, yeah. And everybody went crazy. Everybody I was mean, like, oh my god. <laughs> I do remember that. TPH, I'm like more upset that. about the donut. That donut shop lost out on that money. <laughs> Stop. I was going to say, I'm more disappointed in her recent actions. Oh, in dating Sp- Spongebob? Yeah, like breaking a family up. I know yeah. that's like old news. Holding but... his kid. Like right after the kid's born, mm-hmm. in front of the mother, and then stealing her man—literally disgusting. Sponge. I don't know. I don't know how she does it. He is not to me. He's not dateable or fuckable. Sorry. I mean, like whatever. That bas- that like that aside, 
why the fuck would you do that? Like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, her taste in men is very interesting. Isn't that, like, her thing, that she's, like, a homewrecker? I don't know. I only know... This is the first time I've heard that she's done that. I feel like I've heard... Well, because before, she was engaged to her realtor agent or something like that, which is really funny if you think about it, but anyways. I don't remember his name, but he was with... From what I remember, I I don't remember all of her past relationships, but she dated Pete Davidson for a while. And then moved on to this fa- guy who isn't famous. Wasn't Pete Davidson dating Kim Kardashian? For a while. How? When did they break up? What happened? Do you know? I, don't, I have no idea. I don't keep up with Pete Davidson or Kim Kardashian that much. Interesting. But anyway, so she went to Pete Davidson and then broke up with him and then went with the guy who's not famous and then broke up with him. Broke up with, divorced him mm-hmm. to get with SpongeBob. Yeah. I've seen the clip of him performing a scene from that, from the musical, from the SpongeBob musical at like a morning talk show or something. I don't know how any, anybody could see that and be like, oh, I need him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he's a white man. Like, he's a white man. He, so that's going to do it. Yeah. Like, he's an average looking white man. Have you seen the comparisons between him and Frankie Grande? Stop. They look similar. Stop. No. So that's another rotted thing is that they do look similar. I hate that. Anyways, um, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with Ariana Grande. We're done with Ariana. Trailer. I'm just kidding. I will be. Str- I will stream Eternal S- Sunshine, her new album when it comes out, and we'll see if it's good. Positions I thought was a flop, so hopefully this one's good. I think she's going in like a house direction, like house music. Oh, okay. Based on her single, I did not like her single. I didn't either, but we'll see if it's good. Anyways, um, next topic. <laughs> Have you seen the condos in Los Angeles that are, that are like, they're like abandoned condo buildings. They're covered that, in graffiti, right? That are covered in graffiti? Yes. What do you think of that? Um, well, I, I we actually haven't talked about this. Like, I don't actually know your opinion. Um, I think it's beautiful. Um, I do too. I love graffiti. Oh, no. Same. Like graffiti, like murals. Um... I just like art on a building. I'll just I eat it up. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's like a statement. It is because a statement. those condos were empty and they've been empty for a long time and Los Angeles has like a really big homeless population. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like what it's about. They have the infamous Skid Row, which is like full of homeless people and drug addicts and like all that thing. So they could convert these abandoned luxury buildings into like affordable housing or like a homeless shelter right or um anything to help anybody because they're right now they're just sitting abandoned in los angeles and los angeles is like deploying police and stuff to protect this building this abandoned building from graffiti that's another thing is like people are acting like they're blowing it up and like killing people in there like girl girl they are just tagging that shit as they should it's abandoned like come on it's and it's actually really pretty have you seen it like a picture have, of it yeah it's really pretty i know um i'm like shocked they got so high i know i don't know how people are even getting in because wouldn't the doors be locked that's what i don't understand how people get into abandoned buildings and stuff like wouldn't the doors be locked <laughs> are you breaking are you busting a window <laughs> isn't that dangerous i don't maybe i'm misinformed but like you know i think it's like windows or sometimes there's like ways you can get in underground but that's like a relatively newly like new abandoned building so like even then i don't know but like um 
and old abandoned buildings. Like if you go to Gary, Indiana, there's like a shit ton of abandoned buildings with broken doors and windows. So it's easy. Mm-hmm. But there's a condo building in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, do you know who Chloe Sevigny is? No. Well, she is like a, she's an actress that's been around for a long time. Okay. And she recently did an interview with, um, I don't remember which magazine it was, but uh, she did an interview and they asked her which, where she would least li- like, where she would never want to live in. Okay. And she goes, she says, the place I would least want to live in is Los Angeles. And I'll tell you why. Oh, shit. <laughs> and she says that um, the city's too bright. The sunshine is monotonous. True. Which I thought was such a bar. The, <laughs> not the bar the the sunshine is monotonous that's like so true and the water's too hard and she doesn't like the vegetation she doesn't like the terrain she doesn't feel comfortable living there because that's the the city where her work is based in and i just thought that was so funny because she just kept going on and on about how much she hates it about she hates la i mean hey and i was like that is so funny I love was, that. She was like, I just, it's so bright and I find the sunshine monotonous. <laughs> love that. I would also find the sunshine monotonous. She's so real though. I don't like the sun. That's why I, I did like not sunny. like Texas. Oh my God. It would be sunny for like a month and then you would have like a week of like some of the worst storms you've ever had in your life. I know. And then it'll be back to sun for another three months. I can't deal. Literally. I we, cannot deal. When we had that ice storm and literally after the ice storm. It was like fucking 95 degrees outside and the sun was out. It was awful. Ridiculous. Yeah, like the pa- like during one of the ice storm one of the ice storms, winter storms, the power went out and to freeze our stuff and to keep our stuff cold, we just left it outside. Yeah. Like our milk and like our like <laughs> like fruit and stuff like that. Um Did you guys lose power? You lost power during that? Yeah, we didn't lose it for a long time. It wasn't days at a time. It was oh, like okay. 12 well, hours at the at the uh, at the most. Because what happened was the the electric companies were turning off, like, different neighborhoods. And they were, like, trying to conserve power by um, turning on other neighborhoods and turning off these neighborhoods and then, like, rotating it. But they were unable to turn back on the ones that they manually turned off. So they fucked over a lot of people by doing that. Didn't Greg Abbott have to do something some to do with that i think he did because he got in, in a lot of trouble for it all i remember is that ted cruz left the fucking country <laughs> he was seen on a plane going to ted going to cancun yeah oh my god i hate ted cruz no like i can't anyways even... we're not gonna talk about ted cruz yeah that is this is super off topic sorry um, i was just i was just thinking yeah so um our topic for the day <laughs> is scientology what you, a topic. Do you know anything about Scientology? Well, so I used to go to church camp in downtown and um Downtown where? Austin, downtown Austin. Yeah. And um across the street from the place we would stay was the Church of Scientology in Austin. I didn't even know there was a thing like I didn't Yeah. And like all the windows are like blocked out. You can't see in the building. Oh yeah, they don't want you seeing. They're very no. s- secretive. And um, every year we would like pray outside of it. It was really funny (laughs) because we had to we had to pass it every time we left the buildings. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my only connection. (laughs) (laughs) I've just seen um, pictures of like the giant blue Scientology building that I think is in Los Angeles. And I've seen pictures of the uh, celebrity building where I guess they 
um, indoctrinate. They indoctrinate the celebs. <laughs> um, They're making Hollywood woke. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so Scientology is just a set of beliefs and practices invented by an American author named L. Ron Hubbard. Isn't it based on like a book, like a like a science um, fiction book, right? Um, I don't know, but. <laughs> Wikipedia didn't tell me that. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was, I thought that's what it was. I thought like their Bible esque thing was like a science fiction book. It might be his book because he's written a few books. Okay, but um, Wikipedia can tell me. <laughs> so people have defined Scientology as a cult, a business, a religion, a scam, and a new religious movement. Hubbard initially initially <laughs> initially developed a set of ideas that he called Dianetics, which he represented as a form of therapy. An organization that he established in 1950 to promote it went bankrupt, and Hubbard lost the rights to his book in 1952. He then uh, then recharacterized his ideas as a religion, likely for tax purposes, and renamed them Scientology. By 1954, he had regained the rights to Dianetics and founded the Church of Scientology, which remains the largest organization promoting it. Wait, so there's non-organized, like there's non-affiliated things promoting Scientology? Um, I'm guessing that's what, that's what this was implying. It says on the Wikipedia page, there are (laughs) practitioners independent of the church in what is referred to as the free zone, quote unquote. Estimates put the number of Scientologists at under $40,000 or $40,000, 40,000 people Mm -hmm. worldwide. Okay. So it's not, it's not that, that's why it's a cult because it's not that big. Um, I think it's, they call it a cult because it centers around one man and all these people are crazy and would do anything for him. Right. Right. Hold him in high like praise. Is he alive or did he die? I think he's dead. I thought he was dead. Because he founded it in the fifties and he was an adult at that time. So I would. I don't think he's alive. (laughs) Okay. Pretty sure he's dead. So one of the key beliefs in Scientology include reincarnation and that traumatic events cause problematic, quote unquote, engrams in the mind that can be removed only through an activity called auditing. A fee is charged for each session of auditing. Once an auditor, quote unquote, all all the the auditing and auditors in quotes... (laughs) Once an auditor deems an individual free of quote-unquote engrams, typically after several years, to get the most money they can, they are given the status of quote-unquote clear. Uh, Scholars differ on the interpretation of these beliefs. Some academics regard them as religious in nature, and other scholars regard them as merely a means of of extracting money from Scientology recruits. So wait, engrams are like trauma? Yeah, it's like um, traumatic events in your past lives create engrams. Oh, so like in your past lives. So not something that's happened to you, something that happened to like your, in quotes, past life. Right. Okay. After attaining clear status, adherents can take part in the operating Thetan. Thetan? It's Thetan? Thetan? Thetan levels. You know what this is giving? What? It's giving scam. It's not giving religion. (laughs) It's giving scam. Well, girl. Like, how the fuck are you going to know this person's past life trauma? The fuck? 
because well i'll get into all that like what the fuck like what are you reading my mind so after attaining clear status status adherence can take part in the operating thetan levels which require further payments so i'm assuming that's like a higher up in the church you're like an operating thetan or thetan i don't know um the operating thetan texts are kept secret from most followers they were they are revealed only after adherents have typically given hundreds of thousands of dollars to the scientology organization so okay are these people like allowed in the real world to like work yeah i mean you have like actors they do that's real world work well yeah but like isn't the whole point of scientology that like like you're being brainwashed to only follow them so how are they supposed to get all this extra money? I'm sure they're allowed to work. That's okay. Because how else would they get their money? Well, that's why I'm like, you know, questioning I mean? like, is this only for like Hollywood celebs or like what? I don't think it's only for famous people because if there's 40,000 people in the church, there's no way it's only famous people. I mean, okay. Yeah. But like Nepo babies and millionaires and shit. I don't know. Despite its efforts to maintain the secrecy of the texts, they are freely available on various websites, including WikiLeaks. These texts say past lives took place in extraterrestrial cultures. They involve an alien called Xenu, described as a planetary ruler 70 million years ago, who brought billions of aliens to Earth and killed them with thermonuclear weapons. Despite being kept secret from most followers, this forms the central mythological framework of Scientology's ostensible soteriology. <laughs> soteriology. So Scientology is an alien scam. Do you did you watch the South Park episode on this? Yes. That's why the voice actor who voiced Chef had to leave because he was a Scientologist. That's right. And they, that's, yeah, I remember that. Because they did this, they basic, I don't know if they exposed, but they basically made fun. Well, of they were, yeah. Like girls. Because they were like Scientology's obsessed with aliens and they believe in aliens. Right. Xenu? Girl Xenu? <laughs> ridiculous. No, I'm not saying it's like ridiculous to believe in aliens, but like to treat it like it's a god type situation is very psychopathic in my opinion well they don't necessarily believe it as a god because later on i'll describe how they don't really so they don't believe in a god well each member is allowed to like come up with whatever understanding of god that they think so like that you could have christian scientologists that makes a lot of sense or like muslim scientologists or like hindu scientologists allegedly i don't know i don't know much about hindus but <laughs> like hindu scientologists you know what i mean Ale yeah, yes. I, I, I apparently okay so hubbard taught that there were three quote-unquote parts of man the spirit mind and body the first of these is a person's quote-unquote true inner self a theta being or thetan while the Thetan is akin to the idea of the soul or spirit found in other traditions, Hubbard avoided terms like soul or spirit because of their cultural baggage. Hubbard stated that um, the Thetan is the person. You are you in a body. So I don't know how that differs from a soul yeah, wait. or spirit, but I think he was on some. Like your body is you. Yes. And your spirit is something else. What is your spirit? You're just like what's internally in there? Well, let me keep going. Okay. Scientology teaches that the Thetan usually resides within the human skull, 
but can also leave the body, either remaining in close contact with it or being separated altogether. Okay. You know what this sounds like? You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a bad acid trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. So. No, um, but wait. What what? was a thetum? Theta? A theta theta being is your inner self. Um, I'm over these people coming in this room. Yeah, me too. Anyways, did you see they looked at us? They were like, Ooh. I'm like, what, bitch? I'm so, filming a school project. None of your business, bitch. <laughs> so anyways, a theta being, or it's the same thing as a thetan, and that's your inner self. Like a thetan is basically, even though Hubbard says it's not, bitch, it basically is. <laughs> it's just the same thing as like a soul. Okay, okay. Or it's, like, yeah. So the auditing process, it can easily cost $400,000 to do the entirety of so- of Scientology's bridge to total freedom, quote unquote. Yeah, total freedom. <laughs> right. During auditing, a device called an um, electropsychometer or an e-meter is used. Scientology's primary roadmap for guiding a person through the sequential steps to attain Scientology's concepts of clear. Is this like electrothoxerapy? I did no, not say not. that correctly. Electro. <laughs> shock therapy jesus no it's like some like um uh it's just it's what it looks like is kind of looks like um like a old-timey weight scale that goes like back and forth you know what i'm talking about yeah but it's like i've seen pictures where like they advertise it as like a stress test it's like test your stress bye and but like i I don't know. I've never been tested, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) Oh my god, you've never been to the Church of Scientology? I have not. I thought you were a Scientologist. No. I would not do that. That's actually great. I'm not paying that money. Real. (laughs) Okay, anyways. um, Scientology's primary roadmap for guiding a person through the sequential steps to attain Scientology's concepts of clear is the bridge to total freedom. A large, which is a large chart enumerating every step in sequence. The steps past clear are kept secret from most Scientologists and include the founding myth that seeks to explain Scientology doctrine, which is Zeno and the aliens. Oh, okay. So they don't tell the mass of the followers about Zeno. Right. That's kept very, that's very, um, attempt. They, they try they, to keep it very secret. So you said this came out on a WikiLeak? <laughs> yeah, it was on various websites and just one of them is WikiLeak. That's really fucking funny. Yeah. So with auditing, it takes place with two Scientologists. One is the quote-unquote auditor who asks questions, and the subject is termed the pre-clear. So is the auditor someone who is clear? Yeah, that's somebody who's with the church, and they've done this. So how did they start this? Like, how did anyone begin this? Because to become clear, you have to go through auditing, but to go through auditing, you need an auditor. So who, who was the first person to be clear? I assume it was Hubbard who was recruiting people and he was like, you're clear. <laughs> okay. And then okay. those people did other people. And so those... the scam basically got more advanced. Yes. Okay. The purpose of, uh, of the, of auditing is to help the subject to remove all of their mental traumas, um, recordings in the mind, which Hubbard termed the engrams that, so the engrams is mental traumas until they are given the status of clear. 
and then continue doing further auditing until they are deemed to have reached the level operating thing. The what? So you know what this this sounds like? Like a like an initiation or like a hazing almost. Ew. That's a comparison. Okay. I actually, I think, yeah, because it's like a shit ton of money and it's fucking stupid and useless. Okay. okay. Hubbard assigns vitality, good health, and increased intelligence to those who are given the status of clear, having removed the source of their psychosomatic illnesses. Right, yeah. The further status of operating Thetan is posited as complete spiritual freedom in which one is able to do anything one chooses, create anything, go anywhere. An idea which has, which has appealed to many. So I'm guessing that's why they have a lot of peoples, because they see, like, you can do anything you want. You can create anything. You can go anywhere. Just You just have to release all of your psychosomatic illnesses. It's giving drugs. Yeah, I was going to say, I honestly don't really have any words. So, much of the controversy surrounding Scientology stems from the criminal convictions of core members of the organization. Yeah. In 1978, a number of Scientologists, including L. Ron Hubbard's wife, Mary Sue Hubbard, who Her was, name is Mary Sue. Yes. I'm obsessed with that. She was second in command of the organization at the time. Okay, wait. So, are they sexist there or no? Um, so... Critics have said that L. Ron Hubbard was misogynistic, but unlike Christianity, women can become like priests in the organization, okay. the same as a man. Do you know if they hate gay people and trans people and stuff? Um, they have been described as homophobic. And okay, not shocking. Yeah, and Hubbard, I think, was has said that like same sex relations and marriage is a perversion. Right. Okay. So. So Mary Sue <laughs> um, and a number of other Scientologists were convicting of um, perpetrating what was at the time the largest incident of domestic espionage in the history of the United States called Operation Snow White. This involved infiltrating, wiretapping, and stealing documents from the offices of federal attorneys and the IRS. Oh, my God. L. So why? Like, why did they do that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> did they, did they like evade taxes? Well, if they're a church, they can, they automatically don't have to pay tax, right? Right. If they're, I, yeah, I think they are counted as a church. Rotted. Okay. Anyways, L. Ron Hubbard was convicted in abstentia, which I means he just didn't go, I think, mm -hmm. um, by French authorities of engaging in fraud and sentenced to four years in prison. The head of the French Church of Scientology was convicted at the same trial and given a, given a suspended one year prison sentence. Um, an FBI raid on the Church of Scientology's headquarters revealed documentation that detailed Scientology's criminal actions against various critics of the organization. Mm, right. So I'm assuming if they cr criticize the church or if people are, like, against it, then they'll attack those people. Right. Okay. Um, in operation, in quote-unquote Operation Freakout, agents of the organization attempted to destroy Paulette Cooper, an author of a book called The Scandal of Scientology, which was an early book that had been critical of the movement. Of the movement. Among these documents was a plan to was a plan to frame Gabe Cazares, the mayor of Clearwater, Florida, with a staged hit and run accident. <laughs> um, I don't know why that's so funny. To me. <laughs> nine individuals related to the case were prosecuted on charges of theft, burglary, conspiracy, and other crimes. In 1988, Scientology President Heber Heber Jinst 
whatever, and 10 other members of the organization were arrested in Spain on various charges, including illicit association, coercion, fraud, and labor law violations. Labor law violations? Yeah. So it seems like these <laughs> these people just can't follow law. Well, because they're they're free to do whatever. And create right. Whatever. They're free from the laws of man. <laughs> right. Right. In October 2009, the Church of Scientology was found guilty of organized fraud in France. The sentence was confirmed by the Court of Appeal in February 2012 and the Supreme Court of Cassation in October 2013. So you know what this is giving me? This is giving if they weren't recognized as a church here, they would get RICO charges. Do you know what a RICO charge is? I was going to say, what the fuck is a RICO charge? I think it's like gangs, organized crime. Oh, shit. Okay. Like fucking like um, Al Capone. <laughs> I, that, I don't know what that is either. Al Capone? I don't know what Al Capone is. <laughs> Is that a famous gang or something? He's a famous gangster. I don't know. Okay, don't you're going to sound really stupid when this airs. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know these things. Okay. Um, I've heard the name Al Capone. I just didn't know who We learned about it when we went to Alcatraz. We did? Yes. Oh, you know. You're just saying, oh, you don't know. <laughs> no, I like remember learning about people in Alcatraz, but I did. I never remembered anybody's names. Anyways, um, he was really famous. Like he was based in Chicago, and like, girl, he died of syphilis. No, he was he. They got him because of tax fraud or tax evasion. Oh, that's the okay. that's why he's. So whatever. wait, you I need know. to know: Does the Church of Scientology pay taxes in America? Um, I need an answer to this question. Let me Google it because I need to know. So, in 1993, the Church of Scientology was granted tax-exempt status in the United States. So, they haven't been paying taxes since 1993? They do not pay taxes. Okay, so I'm going to rob them, and I'm <laughs> going to fucking riot, because what send, the hell? I'm going to send this. So, that means... So, they rob you. <laughs> <laughs> so, does this mean they don't pay property taxes? So, like, their buildings, they don't have to pay taxes on? Um, I think it's it might be that... And or they don't pay income tax. It's probably. Yeah, I don't Because, you know, they get income from pe from them scamming people. Well, yeah. For the auditing. But I'm wondering because I'm pretty sure that church exemption status means that they don't pay like property taxes. Well, you're the one that grew up in the church. So you tell me. Oh, well, I don't remember. I remember arguing with my parents about this because I said that churches should pay taxes and then they got really mad at me about it. So this is a whole separate conversation <laughs> that we can have at another date. Okay. 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 So anyways, in, in 2012, Belgian prosecutors indicted Scientology as a criminal organization engaged in fraud and extortion. So, okay. Why has America not done anything? Uh, probably because they, the hot take right here. This is my own opinion. Don't kill me. Uh oh. Um, Scientology. But I think they might be, they, they're probably bribing authorities. Yeah, they might have, like, hands in lobbying and shit. Right. So in March 2016, the Church of Scientology was acquitted of all the charges, of the, all the charges in Belgium. And um, demands to close its Belgian branch and European headquarters were dismissed. So. Shit. They weren't convicted of anything. In, in Belgium. But they were in France. 
Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Scientology has historically engaged in hostile action towards its critics. Executives within the organization have proclaimed that Scientology is a quote unquote, not a turn the other cheek religion. <laughs> So, bitch, they come after you. Since the 60s, journalists, politicians, former Scientologists, and various anti-cult groups have said that Scientology followers have engaged in organized hostility, harassment, and threats. And Scientology has targeted these critics, almost without exception, for retaliation in the form of lawsuits and public counter accusations of personal wrongdoing. And have they, do they win? I don't know. But like I've I've heard of this uh, accusations of personal wrongdoing. Like somebody like for example, a celebrity could come out as anti-Scientology and Tom Cruise or Elizabeth Moss or any of these other Scientologist c- celebrities will accuse them of being like a bigot, of being racist, of being awful people. Oh my god. Like one of the most famous is Leah Remini. And because she's very famously anti-Scientology, as we'll, I'll talk about in a minute. But um, they Scientology has people stalking her. They have people harassing her. Oh they have people accusing her of awful things. And of course, none of it's true. But well, that I know of. But um, they try to discredit the person. That's crazy. So, yeah. Many of Scientology's critics have also reported they were subject to threats and harassment in their private lives. So... Okay, are they are they a racist organization or no? Uh, no, I don't think so because the voice actor for Chef from South Park was is he's black or he was black? Because well, okay. he's dead. <laughs> okay, but having having a black person in the congregation I don't does not think, mean they're not racist. Well, yes, but I don't. They're not excluding. Okay, I see what you mean. Just their most famous ce- celebrities just happen to be white. Hmm. Okay. Which I don't know if that may, I don't have no idea. Okay. I'm not commenting on the racism of the Church of Scientology. <laughs> no comment on that. Because I don't know. It's not, well, Wikipedia didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, come on. According to a 1990 Los Angeles Times article, the Scientology organization had largely has largely switched from using members to using private investigators, including former and current Los Angeles police officers. As this gives the organization a layer of protection in case investigators use tactics which might cause the organization embarrassment. Rotted. So corruption and the L.A. Police Department. <laughs> right, right. Like, come on now. I mean, we already knew about that. Oh, we've been new. In one case, the organization described their tactics as LAPD sanctioned, which was energetically disputed by police chief Daryl Gates. The officers involved in this particular case of surveillance and harassment were suspended for six months. Six months. That's six it. Six months for being corrupt. Okay. You know, um, LAPD you know, sanctioned. That implies that the LAPD asked them to do it Jesus and allowed Christ. them to do it. Anyways. Live, laugh, love. Journalist John Sweeney reported that while making... Um, He said, while making our BBC panorama film, Scientology and Me, I have been shouted at, spied on, had my hotel invaded at midnight, denounced as a bigot by star Scientologist, brainwashed, that is how it felt to me, in a mock-up of a Nazi-style torture chamber, and chased around the streets of Los Angeles by sinister strangers. Oh my god. So these people are out of their minds. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is um, where I get into Leah Remini. 
A prominent ex-member who has spoken out about the Scientology organization's mistreatment of members and ex-members is Leah Remini. Can you tell me who that is? She's like a TV actor. Have you heard of um, King of Queens? No. The sitcom? With no. The Kevin, Kevin James? I don't know who that is. She's just a TV. She's like a sitcom actor. Well, like. She's like besties with Michelle Visage. Oh, okay. So she's. Of Drag Race fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah. Okay. So Remini is an American actress that has been involved with the Church of Scientology since childhood. So she was raised in it. Oh, shit. She left in 2013. In 2015, she published a book titled Troublemaker, Surviving Hollywood and Scientology, where she recounts her experiences and events leading up to her leaving the organization. She has also produced a documentary television series on A&E entitled Leah Remini, Scientology and the Aftermath, released in 2017 which aired for three seasons. In this series, she and her co-host, who is also an ex-member, tell their experiences and interview numerous ex-members. She's also outspoken about her views on the Church of Scientology and has raised much awareness in some of the major issues within the church regarding treatment of children, exploitive money practices, and mistreatments. Okay. And in August 2023, so recently, Leah has filed a lawsuit against the church um, for... Because she alleges she alleges verbal, physical, and sexual abuse was known and tolerated by the organization. Oh shit! And exploitive practices such as signing billion-year contracts, billion-year, billion with a B, with the organization. The main claims of the lawsuit are for <laughs> psychological torture, okay, defamation, mm-hmm. surveillance, harassment, and intimidation experienced by her for years while a member, and as tactics used after she publicly left shit so this sounds like like a way to scare people into not leaving and intimidate and harass people who have left to keep quiet right so this gives gang (laughs) see i rico charges like come on now where where is the government i see i knew that their whole thing was like you can't leave and like if you do they hate you i knew about Mm -hmm. that um i didn't know about her story though i really hope that this lawsuit like i hope she wins yeah like i remember i watched a clip i don't know if it was from her show but where she described like people following her people like trying to run her off the road people like yeah trying to like really harm her that's crazy scientology is vehemently opposed to to psychiatry and psychology 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 (laughs) yeah (laughs) i hope you know i'm keeping that good (laughs) and wants to replace them with its own methods the clinical and academic psychiatry community rejected hubbard's theories in the early 1950s which is might be a reason why they don't like that that's 100 percent probably what it is hubbard and his early dianetics organization were prosecuted for practicing medicine without a license in the early 50s Hubbard taught that psychiatrists were responsible for a great many wrongs in the world, saying that psychiatry has at various times offered itself as a tool of political suppression and that psychiatry was responsible, get ready, oh God. for the ideology of Hitler for turning Nazis into mass murderers and the Holocaust. I'm sorry? No words. Wait, wait, wait. Like, like. So he basically says psychiatry and psychiatrists are responsible 
for political suppression and Hitler and Nazism. So wait, hold on. I don't understand the connection. Like, what does that have to do with Hitler at all? Because, um, uh, <laughs> the, I, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the psychiatry was responsible. I don't know his reasoning, Did, but like, okay, but even then, like modern psychiatry is not like there. Is, I'm sure there's problems with this it or whatever. Sounds like but... the exact same thing as like trying to discredit your critics oh, okay, with yeah, false yeah, yeah. accusations. Okay, well, uh, I mean, okay, yes, but I'm trying to be like, where is this connection? Like, like even do you know from? how crazy it sounds that saying psychiatry was responsible for the ideology of Hitler? Yeah, like that's not even that's like worms for brains <laughs> like uh, hitler is responsible for hitler's ideology and no psychiatry is obviously you're right it's because he took a lexapro <laughs> it's because he took a prozac he he took a prozac once therefore and it didn't work and he was like well fuck this <laughs> anyways the scientology organization operates the anti-psychiatry group uh called citizens commission on human rights which operates um, psychiatry and industry of death, which is an anti-psychiatry museum. There's an anti-psychiatry museum? Yeah, I guess it's called psychiatry and industry of death. What? What is, I want to know, like, what do they say? Probably that psychiatry is responsible for Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but like, I'm just curious, like, I know that there's a movement that's like anti-psychiatry, right? Because people think like mental health meds are like, fake or something yeah like they're like placebos right yeah but they're not like they're literally not i don't know anyways though hubbard had stated psychosis was not something scientology scientology dealt with um, after noticing many scientologists were suffering breakdowns after using his techniques no fucking he way created the introspection rundown a brutal and inhumane method to allegedly solve psychotic episodes the rundown came under public scrutiny when in 1995, Scientologist Lisa McPherson suffered a mental breakdown and was removed from the hospital and held in isolation at a church of Scientology for 17 days before she died. Oh my God. So she was, re the, the church removed her from the hospital, kept her in isolation, and then she died. What the fuck? So they probably neglected her health and recovery well, yeah. and probably maybe tortured her. Maybe. I'm, I'm not saying I'm So do they though. think, like, isolation solves mental breakdowns? I don't know, but um, that's really awful. Uh, yeah. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Anyways. The organization has long used celebrities as a means of promoting itself, starting with Hubbard's Project Celebrity in 1955, and followed by its first Scientology Celebrity Center in 1969. The Celebrity Center headquarters is in Hollywood, and other branches are in um, Dallas, Nashville, Las Vegas, New York, and Paris. There, there's one in Austin. I know there is. I don't. That might not be a Celebrity Center. Oh, okay. But that's probably just a regular like church, or quote unquote church. Yeah, they have a giant like golden cross outside. Yeah, that's like that's part of their. That's their, I think that might be one of their ways to make it seem like less crazy. Yeah. And hmm. more digestible. Yeah. In 1955, Hubbard created a list of 63 celebrities targeted for conversion to Scientology. 
Prominent celebrities who have joined the organization include John Travolta, Tom Cruise. John Travolta's in it? Yeah. I had no idea. John Travolta, Tom Cruise, Kirstie Alley, R.I.P. Girl, Nancy Cartwright, and Juliette Lewis. The way I only know two of those people. The church uses celebrity involvement to make itself appear more desirable. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like using famous people and people who are liked to be like, oh, they're in Scientology. They might, they must not be as bad. You know what I mean? They must not actually torture people. No, because Tom Cruise would never do anything like that. No. Or never even be a part of that. Tom Cruise is an angel. He's an angel. Have you seen him in Mission Impossible? Yeah. He does have his you, own stunt. Have you seen him? Have you seen him in that fucking airplane movie? Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but the church also considers itself scientific, although this belief has no basis in institutional science. <laughs> According to religious scholar um Michael Rothstein, Scientolo- Scientologists believe that all religious claims can be verified through experimentation. Obviously. Yeah, actually. Scientologists believe that their religion was derived through scientific methods. That Hubbard found knowledge through studying and thinking, not through revelation, like most modern religions. The quote-unquote science of Dianetics, however, was never accepted by the scientific community. Rothstein also writes that there is a possibility that Scientology partly owes owes its existence to the conflict with the conventional scientific community, which hindered Hubbard's original intention. Um, so Scientology is just sounds like Elon Hubbard was making shit up to denounce and discredit critics and that he was trying to get money. A hundred percent. He was on his grind. (laughs) His grind. He was on his grind. Yeah. Trying to get that money. Yeah. And if, um he were alive like let if he was starting the church today oh girl i think he would be ripped apart and this shit would not work but since he started this shit in the 50s and the 50s through the 70s is like really when cults started to pop off right and people were stupid and people were like looking for literally anything because they had gone from world war ii to korea at the time the korean war Mm -hmm. and it's just i'm And they're saying that you can do anything, create anything, go anywhere. Yeah. And I'm sure that when he, um, the reason that Scientology is so against psychiatry and science is because those people rejected his ideas. Yeah. So he centered his church around fucking Xenu (laughs) and and fucking aliens and um, reincarnation and shit. Yeah, I'm sure psychiatry does not appreciate auditing. <laughs> yeah. Also, the fact that it's called an audit. Can we just talk about that? Like, that's like an awful. IRS audit? <laughs> no, literally, like that. Or like when you're at work and your work is being audited. Yeah. Like, that's fucking psycho. Yeah, I just don't know how these celeb Like, these celebs must have, like, grown up in this shit. I, yeah. Or like, been offered a lot of money to join. But if they have to, if they're offered any, how would they go through the auditing process, which costs money? Well, maybe they're, I maybe it's like you can go through auditing for free because it's like free marketing. Yeah, you know what's crazy is, um, Elizabeth Moss. She was the lead role in The Handmaid's Tale, so it's just kind of funny that she was in this like revolutionary piece of media, 
and then is also a member of Scientology. Yeah. Like, I don't, I almost discredits. Uh-oh. I mean, I don't think it completely d- discredits The Handmaid's Tale, but girl, kind of, in my opinion. Uh-oh. Because your main, your, main, your main character is played by a Scientologist girl? Like, hello? Yeah, that's pretty rotted. Anyways. Because, wait, isn't The Handmaid's Tale, like, about a cult? Uh, no, it's like, or I don't, I, I think not. I think it's about, like, if women were, like, had to cover themselves all the time and, like, misogyny and sexism and, uh, <laughs> Love that I mean? explanation. I've never watched it, but I, that's what I think it is. I have absolutely You know what I mean? Because no they're, they're always in, like, the red I thought it was a cult. The, like, the, the bonnet thing. It's not a bonnet, but, like. The Amish thing. Right. Yeah, they look like Amish people. This is super off topic, but have I told you there's Amish people who come into my work? Really? Yeah. I didn't know there were Amish people around here. No, I know. Like, they come in, and it's like, I think they're Amish because they wear those white things, but they use their phones, and, like, they use Apple Pay, and it always confuses me because I'm like, is that Amish? You know, there is a group. I don't remember what they're called, but there is a group that is, like, Amish adjacent, but they're allowed to use technology. Oh, that might be what it is. Like, they can use cars, and, like, they can, um um they can have phones i mean they're not supposed to like have like I, it's supposed to just be purely for communication like they're not supposed to have like fucking angry birds <laughs> no shit. but like this i swear this amish looking family comes in and the mom uses apple pay every fucking time and i'm always like like i want to ask them but like i can't because that's fucking weird but it's also they might that that might be the only thing they have on their phones is like texting calling that's true um payments yeah, but also it's it's a nowadays it's kind of a myth that the Amish don't do anything with technology because it's kind of like they have like they have trucks like I've seen where it's like <laughs> um, they're not completely technology less. Right. Like, but they just have things that assist them. OK, like they're not allowed. They can't have a fucking Xbox. Interesting. Or um, a vape. <laughs> but like wow they can like have like a truck because you can't do anything ungodly with a truck well you can only drive somewhere there's that nice exhaust pipe you know what i'm saying (laughs) okay we're gonna end the episode because dwyer's out of his fucking mind (laughs) no you've seen that episode of like the fucking um my strange addiction it's the guy who fucks his car I know, I know what you're talking <laughs> he about. He literally fucks the exhaust pipe I on his car. I watched this My Strange Addiction episode where, I don't, I don't know, I didn't watch it all the way, but, like, this lady, like, was obsessed with, like, mar- like paints, like, paint, like, pens or something. Okay. And she would, like, drink that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> How the fuck does that work? I don't know. Or like I, I also watched this other. Did you watch the first episode of My Strange Addiction? Was with Trisha Paytas. Stop. And she was, her addiction was tanning. Dear God, that is so funny. And there was also this other one where this guy was like, like, sexually attracted to, like, um, I, I abandoned think was, theme parks. Yes, it that was, was a ab- woman. It was? Yes. I thought it was like an abandoned, like, it was like a theme park something. Yeah, no, she would go and make out with like an abandoned Ferris wheel. <laughs> that was I don't so... know how the fuck she didn't get like a disease. Have you ever seen hoarders? Oh my God, yeah. Like those people will have like, um, like 10 year old yogurt. 
Ew. in their fridge and like like they're, cat piss and like dead animals like their siblings and their, their, the relatives of this hoarder will like be going through it and be like this is so old what are you doing and she's like fine fuck you and she goes out <laughs> and they go out like like they leave and cry and have a breakdown and they're like i'm not gonna do this anymore right it's like and then they do it i like i understand there's mental health aspects to hoarding but like that is so it's like that's toxic to your health. Uh, yeah. Mental it's scary. And physical. It's scary. Anyways. <laughs> Love this conversation. Divulge. This has been a great episode. I agree. Very educational. Yeah. And, um. I could definitely write an academic essay about Scientology. A hundred percent. definitely could. All the source, just, just Wikipedia. This has been a great episode. I agree. Don't you think? I agree. And, yeah. We'll see you next week. Oh my god, yeah. Don't Bye. know what we're going to talk about yet. We huh? should talk about more cults. Ugh, I don't want to do cults. <sighs> All right, yeah. Anyways, bye. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.